Welcome back to the 49ers Gold Mine. I'm Stephen Miranda. I'm Jeff Ellis, and it's Wednesday, August 24th, 2011. Today we're talking about the 17-3 victory over the Raiders that turned sour. Frank Gore still does not have the contract he wants. The, quarter, <laughs> the quarterback position changes. Instead of Culpepper, they get Josh McCown. Safety Taylor Mays waves bye-bye and hello to the Cincinnati Bengals. And finally, the Houston Texans are coming to town. All that in a moment. <laughs> First off, a terrific game played last week at Candlestick Park where, uh, the, where the 49ers beat the Raiders 17-3. The problem with that is that nobody seems to remember it. Yeah, because of the big brawl and the shooting outside. But, Jeffrey, I want to focus on the game for a little bit. Alex Smith looked sharp. The offense looked sharp. They ran all up and down over the Oakland Raiders. And the defense looked spectacular. And, and after the game... That's where it went bad, Jeff. After the game, Stephen, it was before, during, and yep. after the game. Yep. There is videos going all over YouTube of guys just beating the living crap out of each other like this. There's the pic There's what went on in bathrooms where a guy was knocked unconscious yeah. and is still in critical condition. There is a guy who wore a F the 49ers t-shirt and found himself shot in the stomach three times. Another guy was shot in the parking lot after the game. It's become a complete fiasco. You looked up the arrest numbers yesterday. Yeah, the arrest numbers were staggering. They were basically ten times more arrests and more uh, 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 citations given after that game than, than the normal games for the San Francisco 49ers. Basically, the 49ers organization, they said, we're done with this game. They are recommending to the NFL that the Niners-Raiders game be scrapped and be canceled indefinitely. Yeah, the league is also on board with this, and so are local police. So basically, nobody wants to have this game. You're not going to see an official announcement that the game's been canceled. However, you will not see it on the schedule in years to come. That's right. The Niners, because of this, have beefed up security in the parking lot, and they've stated a new policy, no more tailgating once kickoff begins. And that should help certainly eliminate some of these problems. All right, Frank Gore still does not have a new contract. He's not happy about it. Basically, he's not happy about how slowly these talks are coming. But uh, I hear the Niners want to keep him around and make him a 49er. Absolutely, Steve. And here's the thing. The 49ers are on record saying that they want to make him a 49er for life. And that tends to make contract negotiations that much more complicated. What happens when you want to actually make a player a player for life and maybe even the afterlife, knowing right. the 49ers? They've got to go in and they've got to work out so many parts of the details of this deal. It would be one thing if it was a second or third contract that they're just doing for three or four years. Right. But when you're doing a lifetime contract, it gets very complicated and it takes exponentially longer to get done. I see both sides of the story here, Jeffrey. Right? One, Frank Gore, he is the guy. He is your runner who has pounded the rock for you. But then on the other side of the ball, you think of the San Francisco 49ers like, look, Frank Gore in six seasons has not played 16 games in, in only one season of those. So he's been injury prone, and the Niners are taking that into consideration. I think both sides need to kind of meet up in the middle and get this contract done so they can keep Frank Gore in San Francisco. But it is also, Stephen, a testament to the type of back he is that he does not play in every single game because he is a bruising brawling kind of back that just goes right at trouble. He does not go around trouble. He goes through it, and that's why everyone loves him. Oh, now, Dante that, Culpepper yes. was our guy when last we were together. We talked about him spending the night at the hotel at the team. He's well, not there anymore. No, they decided to go a different way. They brought in veteran quarterback Josh McCown, signed him to a one-year deal. Um, basically, they needed someone with some depth behind Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick, which is you should not read into anything into this. He is the third-string quarterback. McCown is the third-string quarterback. He's not here to take the job away from Kaepernick. But uh, Alex Smith 
is the guy right now, and that's how we see it. Steven, I think, if anything else, what they want is some veteran presence behind these guys. Alex Smith is a veteran in the league, but unfortunately, he's been around for so long, being bounced amongst the many, many offensive coordinators, that he hasn't had that leadership ability, that ability to have somebody show him what it means to lead a football team. He's grown exponentially since he joined the league. However, there's still a lot that he has to learn, and bringing in someone like this with Josh McCowan now gives him additional people that he can rely on to learn how to do his job well. All right, a safety Taylor Mays shipped off to Cincinnati. Uh, it's <laughs> like we never knew you. Bye-bye. He, he's been here, what, 15, 16 months. He was drafted in the second round of the 2010 draft, and basically Harbaugh came in and said, you know what, you don't fit into our plans. Um, you know, he's, he's probably thinking to himself, you know, when Pete Carroll – didn't take you in the 2010 draft, and he took another safety instead, maybe our team should have uh, not taken you as well. Well, absolutely, and it wasn't his pick to make. And as Steven referenced, he was not taken by Pete Carroll when he had the opportunity. And Jim Harbaugh, also coming out of the Pac-10, said, no, we know you, Taylor Mays. I remember defending and scheming against you, and I wasn't real worried. We hung a lot of points on you when you played in the secondary. And so, uh, you know what? You're not in our plans now. Have a nice day. Yeah, basically the 49ers get an undisclosed draft pick in next year's draft, and that's a good thing. Whenever you can get more picks uh, for your team, uh, for a player that you don't want around, that's certainly good. Finally, we have a preview of what's coming up this weekend against the Houston Texans. There again in Candlestick Park should be a great one. I'm excited for this game, Jeffrey. I want to see how the San Francisco defense does against this Houston team. They've got Matt Schaub and Andre Johnson, Arian Foster, now uh, running back Ben Tate. They have a lot of weapons, and the 49er defense can now show, hey, we are for real, and we're going to stop some legitimate teams. Three full quarters for the starters, Jeff. It's like real football. <laughs> it's like real football, only it's not real football. But we are just two weeks away from real football. You can almost smell it. Can you smell it? Ah, I would love to smell it. I just can't wait. Make sure you catch this game. It's the final preseason game where the 49ers will kind of go to town and prepare for that first week of the season. I'm Stephen Miranda. I'm Jeff Ellis. And Alex, I'm looking for you. 49ers Goldmine. We're out.